Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Hi everyone, and welcome to Project Give Back Connects Season 3, Episode 4. There's a fantastic quote. I just want to share it with you. The two most important days of your life is one, the day you were born, and two, the day you find out why you were born. I just love this because each one of us has unique qualities that make us different and impactful. Some of us, it takes time to percolate and develop, and others, they just know it so, so early on when they're so young. But when we know, it's a wow, an absolute wow. Today's guests have found their inner spark, and it's just been a pleasure to watch them light it up for the world to see. Our first guest is Marcia Aegis. She is a mother, a wife, a philanthropist, and she's involved in so many charities, including the Odette Cancer Center, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Million Dollar Smiles, and many more. During the pandemic, Marcia found her voice. She's the founder of an Instagram account and actually a movement now <laughs> called Inspire Always. This is a forum that highlights and features dynamic women. It's a place that spreads kindness, positivity, basically love. And it's just so inspiring. I, I hope that you guys will follow this after today. Each guest shares their very favorite quote. Hers, I just love. She shared, you can't compete with me. I want you to win too. Isn't that nice? So here she is, and welcome, Project Give Back. Marcia, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Ellen, for that wonderful introduction. It is such an honor to be talking with you all here tonight. If you'd asked me two years ago if you thought I was inspiring, I probably would have said, no, I'm just a stay-at-home mom, which is such a terrible narrative because we are never just anything. We are also special and unique. My transformation all started in 2020. The pandemic was a trying time for all of us as we were stuck at home listening to the news. A lot of it was depressing or sad. I realized I wanted and needed some more positive and uplifting things to read about. So one day at the beginning of 2021, I set out to create a community to do just that. I have always been surrounded by amazing women. So I started Inspire Always. It was an Instagram page that celebrated and featured all my incredible friends and family which later expanded when people started nominating other amazing women. This is how I got connected with our remarkable host, Ellen, and we all know how truly inspiring she is. Starting this page was a big thing for me, since I was not particularly social media savvy. My grown kids got a few laughs as I tried to figure it all out. It was very uncomfortable at first, since I had no idea what I was doing exactly, but I knew it was something I needed and wanted to do. I asked some women in my life to submit a photo of themselves a quote that they loved, I feel like we can all learn from a good quote, and a story about themselves. 
we what initially started as a passion project has turned into something so much more. What I've learned is that we all have this unique, beautiful light that flickers within us. And by leaning into the things that we love and the things that bring us joy, our light just shines so much brighter. After featuring over 400 women, what I've realized is that we all are unique. No one better or more important than another. Our journeys may be totally different, but we're all the same, looking for that same community, connection, and celebration. If we are able to shine our own light into the world, the world just becomes a brighter place. Every story that I've read has taught me a little something just by reading about these women's lives. By sharing and being vulnerable is what makes us all connect on so many different levels. There is a spark that lives inside of us all, and we just need to take that risk to get uncomfortable, to do something that is a bit different, to change our lives. Now that I've finished the job of raising my kids, I have found my passion and my purpose. It's never too late to find yours. I have always, uh, I think that the thing that stops most people from following their dreams is fear. Fear to start something new, fear to do something different, or fear of what others might think. I've always been happy, but it took me until now to really lean into who I am and what I want to put into this world. It starts with small steps. I challenge myself to do something uncomfortable every month to build my confidence to try new things. I celebrated my 52nd birthday with a 52-week kindness challenge. And this year on February 17th, which is Random Acts of Kindness Day, I will launch my mission to spread kindness while donating to the charities I love to support. This movement will be called the Kindness Circle. It will be a community-driven group that spreads kindness to others and ourselves, all the while incorporating the act of giving. I've learned to say yes to things that I have always wanted to do, like writing a chapter in a book, coincidentally called Uncover Your Light. I'm now a contributor to a magazine called Ask Us Beauty, whose covers include Leah Ali, Jenny McCarthy, Robin Williams, Carrie Ann Anuba, and Christy Brinkley. I really do believe that when you live in alignment with yourself, amazing experiences and opportunities open up to you, much like this talk and being with you here today. If someone were to ask me today what I do, I can proudly say I am a wife, a mom, a daughter, a friend, founder of Inspire Always, creator of a movement that spreads kindness, philanthropist, published author, and magazine contributor. I most recently got asked to be a guest, a permanent guest on a podcast called She's a 10 Times 5. So whatever your passion is, I say go for it. It's never too late. Your idea is never too dumb or too embarrassing or too unimportant. Just do it. Small steps will enable you to make bigger steps, which will eventually lead you to shining your light into this world. If it scares you, just know you're headed in the right direction. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Ellen, for everything you do and all the light you put into this world. Grateful for you. Thank you. You did it. You are so good. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much. She's such a cheerleader for everybody else. And it's just so nice to see you talking and sharing your story. And um, everybody tune in, please. Uh, inspire always on Instagram. She's awesome. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, you see this fabulous choker I'm wearing? Isn't it nice? So it was designed, thank you, Tyler. It was designed by a true dynamo and our next featured guest. Her name is Carla Rockmore. For as long as she can remember, Carla was fascinated by all things fashion. She's a designer, 
She's a collector and a lover of all things beautiful. I love when she says the most important thing you can ever put on is your confidence. Love that. Carla has a huge personality and a sense of humor that that just draws you in. She's so so funny. Uh, During the pandemic, Carla went into her closet, which is literally a collector's dream, and decided to put together outfits for inspiration. People started watching. Her social media absolutely blew up and went viral. On TikTok, she has over 1.3 million followers. And if you look at some of the comments, everything is so positive from young people to people in their 90s. They all love her, as do I. She is her authentic self and completely comfortable in her own skin. She's also inspiring others to become their authentic selves too, just like her daughter, Ivy. Welcome, Carla and Ivy, to Project Give Back Connects. Thank you, Ellen. Thank Thank you you for having us. I mean, it's such an honor to be here, I must say, and see all you lovely people. Um, My name is Carla Rockmore, and I am a clothing designer and jewelry designer. And yeah, I went viral during TikTok, during uh, COVID, COVID, right? Yeah. And I think that uh, that was a funny thing for our family to go through because, I mean, can you imagine, kids, can you imagine mommy going viral? Uh, You would have a good laugh, right? But the thing is, it happened again, and then it happened again. And I think it it happened primarily because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed what I was doing. And thankfully, I had her in the house to teach me how to edit. I really enjoyed that, too. Now, my job entails designing clothes and jewelry. That'll never end. But I also get to create fun little skits and content to make people laugh, but also give them a little bit of styling advice. And I also work with a lot of different companies to help them get their message across in an entertaining way. So it's been a lot of fun and it's something new. I did learn three really important things, I think, during the pandemic. And that was number one, trying something new can be really scary. And, you know, it might be putting yourself out there. It'd be be a little scary because you don't know if you're going to like it. You don't know if you're going to be good at it. But if you don't try to do it, then how do you know what you're missing? So that's the first thing I learned, to do something that might be a little scary. The second thing I learned was, you know what? Doing things that are hard can be really rewarding. So for example, maybe you want to be a great soccer player and you can't just say, I'm going to try out for the team. You've got to maybe get up in the morning and practice before school. And then after school, you've got to look at playbooks. Are there even playbooks in soccer? Don't ask me. Don't ask her. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, there is a lot of work 
to put into the little one minute videos that I put together that end up being exceptionally rewarding once they come together. And that rewarding stuff that you get out of it is the spice of life. So don't give up on something that's hard. It'll pay off in the end. And then the biggest lesson I learned during COVID is that every single person on the planet is a superstar in their own right. They all have their own talents. And that's because we're given gifts and we have skills that we can put in a blender and give back to the community. And that's your sweet spot of happiness. So I have a very, <laughs> this, is, this is a little sad in terms of techno speak, okay? But I have a very rudimentary diagram of the sweet spot of happiness, which I believe is found in these three circles. Okay, for example, number one, your education, is that the one? Your education, okay? Education is important. And you all excel, I'm sorry, Ivy, I'm on, I'm on her face. You all excel at lots of things in school. Some of you may be great account, uh, great um, in arithmetic. Others may be fabulous creative writers. I happen to be good at art in school. So that here, art history and design and making stuff, that was the stuff I excelled in at school. So think about as you age, what it is that you're actually good at, which courses come easy to you, because those are gonna be your education. That's gonna fill your education circle. The next circle is your hobbies. Hobbies is a huge part of life. What you love to do, maybe you love to play music, maybe you love to dance. I happen to love to act. I was always in the plays at school. So that was a big thing for me. So let's think about this now for a second. Okay, so let's just say you're great in math. That means you're good at measuring stuff, right? Hobbies. Maybe you like to cook. Maybe you like to come home from school and bake cookies. That means that your math will help you because of your measuring skills, right? And finally, the hole in the community. Where can you shine a light in your community that makes other people smile? For me, it was being able to reach a whole group of people and help them feel better about getting dressed in the morning. So my design skills, my hobbies, which were acting and making people laugh a little bit, and my hole in the community, which was a lot of people not feeling so great during the pandemic. And right there, that sweet spot in the center, that's my shining light. And that makes me happy every day. And I hope you all screenshot this because I know you've got your phones and you <laughs> look at it once in a blue moon. and. As you age, fill in those circles 
Don't forget about them. And you'll find your sweet spot. Right, Ivy? Yep. And there you go. That's my whole spiel. <laughs> you are, you, you really are something, Carla. It's, and you are so doing the right thing. You are so, you found your voice and we can all hear it loud and clear. And we are so rooting for you. Thank you. And Ivy, just, just yeah. for a moment, Ivy, watching your transition during the pandemic has truly been so inspiring to, to me, to a whole community, because your mom has a lot of people watching. How are you doing? And how did you find the nerve to, to become your authentic self? Can you talk to us for a few minutes? Sure, of course. Um, so I'm Ivy. I'm Carla's daughter. Um, I'm 18 and I identify as a transgender girl. So that means that I was born as male, but inside I feel female. And so um, over the past year, I have been transitioning um, with a new name, um, not a new me though. I'm pretty much the same person. Um, haven't changed any you know, emotional characteristics. I still act the same, make the same jokes. <laughs> um, and honestly, that's something that's been very important to me in my identity. Um, in terms of being my authentic self, I think, you know, obviously there's been ups and downs in my life about what that might look like, but being authentic is about being you. You know, this transition is not like for the world to see, it's not for the world to dictate, you know, what norms or rules I'm supposed to follow. The whole point is that I can be happy at the end of the day. It's not getting from point A to point B. It's about what can I do to make my feel self, myself feel better in the body that I was given. And so to me, that's what this is about. And the support that I've received um, from people online, from my mom, um, from just family, anyone really, has been super helpful in, in providing me the inspiration to keep going and, and figuring out who I truly am. Yeah. The thing is, is that as lesbians, you guys, I can now say my my mantra and you all understand it, which is, elle est très bien dans sa peau. She sits well in her skin. And I, when Ivy told me that she wasn't sitting well in hers, like that's not going to work. It's more important that she sits well in her skin and be happy. So yeah, it's, it's been, you know, <laughs> it's been life. Well, we're so proud of both of you. Thank you. Thank you for being you and Ivy, what you said about you haven't changed, just your name has changed. I just, I think that's brilliant. Just brilliant. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you so much you. for having us. Thank you for having us. So our next guest is a very close friend of our son, Jacob's. As you know, Jacob loved music. We would often bring him to concerts and fundraising musical events. And it was at an event for Live Wise that we met Tyler Simmons. He was 13 and he was up on that stage and he was singing. Oh my gosh, he lit up and Jacob lit up and the two became fast friends. And Tyler would almost would come over many, many, many Sundays. At a young age, Tyler knew his why and he still does. And he continues to follow his dream. Actually, he's coming in right from LA and here he is, Tyler Simmons. Hello, Tyler. 
Hello, thanks for having me, Ellen, and thanks for the uh, other two speakers. You guys have been amazing, and I know Lindsay's coming up next. She's going to kill it as well. Um, but yeah, so um, honored to be here. Um, I thought today I'd sing a song. Sorry, there might be drums in the background. You might be here. I'm at the School of Rock right now. I teach here, so it might be a little loud. The kids are having fun. They're doing their thing. That's what's important. So um, right now, I'm going to be doing a song that basically helped me realize that I wanted to do music for my whole life. It's a very scary decision to make when you're like 17, 18, and you're about to go to college, and you're like, oh, am I gonna go into math, or am I gonna go into music? Like, that's a very different path, each of those. So, um, I wrote this one when I was about 16, and it really helped me make the decision when I was moving um, to college. Uh, it's called Avalon. It's about a girl in context of the song, but I wrote the first verse. Um, it goes, I don't want to run away from everything I've done. What would I live for? What would I dream? Those are the first lyrics. So it's kind of like, it was at a point in my music where I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, if I wanted to keep doing music or not. And I realized in the moment while I was writing that I did want to do music. It was everything that I loved to do. It was what I identified the most with and it helped me basically get the emotions out of myself. I learned a lot about myself through music. So. I thought I'd show this one, Avalon, because, um, yeah, it was very inspiring to me. I think the biggest thing about finding your own light and your own voice on stuff is just finding what you're passionate about, what really makes you feel good, and what makes other people feel good around you while you're doing it. If you, got, if you can feel good while making other people feel good and keep following your passions and your hobbies, you're doing the right thing, I think. So, this is Avalon. Hope you guys enjoy it. What am I in for? I'm 
let me go Thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for having me, Ellen. And um, wow. thank you, Tyler. You you're so special. <laughs> you really are. Oh, I just love you. Thank you for being here. And now you can go teach teach those kitties. Lucky kitties. They get you as a teacher. I'll tell you. Anyway, we'll see you Sunday, Tyler, at the gym. Sunday. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Next up, we have two guests from Queens University. Meet Amy Janes and Robert Humes. They are the co-chairs of this year's CCC Club. What is that? Cure Cancer Classic. It's a student-run initiative that raises money through sporting events. Last year, they broke all records and raised ready for this, an astounding $340,000 for cancer research. Honestly, I'm so blown away by these passionate young leaders who truly care and are making such a difference. Welcome, Amy. Welcome, Robert. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you so much, Ellen, for the introduction. Rob and I are extremely excited to be here with so many inspiring people today and also to have the opportunity to share a bit more about something that we both are so passionate about, which is CCC Cure Cancer Classic. As Ellen mentioned, uh, I'm a co one of the co-chairs and Robert is the other. Um, and while we weren't the ones that built CCC, we have had the incredible opportunity to be a part of this executive team for four years now and make a lot of changes, some pivotal changes that have helped us reach um, heights that we never thought that we would before. Um, we will definitely touch on, on some of those, but I'll allow Robert to introduce himself as well. Um, yeah, once again, thank you so much for having us. I'm the other co-chair of CCC this year. And just to kind of build on Amy's point, we might have not have started CCC, but we've been a part of it when it's been growing its most rapid. And this year, we've had some pretty ambitious goals that we've loved to see come to fruition. We've included multiple women's divisions for the first time to make the events more inclusive. We've grown to a larger portion of the student community and the greater Kingston community. And we hope to keep that trend going with the Converse and rivalry game coming up in March, which is our biggest event. One of the things that both of us love the most about CCC is that it's a completely student-run club. So we have a team of around 30 individuals, and the most amazing thing about it is just the passion that each of our members brings. We are lucky to actually have one of Ellen's sons, Ben, on our team um, and so many other incredible people. And it's astonishing to see what a group of 30 university students can do individuals that are taking on a full course load, but have such an inner passion to make these incredible changes. We recently reached our cumulative donation goal of over a million dollars for the Canadian Cancer Society since our inception. Um, so the thing that I think really puts a fire in our belly is having the opportunity to make such a tangible difference. We are getting all of these fundraising 
donations from different students, contributing them right to the Canadian Cancer Society, and are actually seeing what our hard work is being used towards, um, which has been an incredible opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like Amy said, having a team of such dedicated individuals makes this a lot easier. Um, we know that hosting events for a couple hundred people and 5,000 people for the Comenge game is kind of a tall order, but having such a dedicated team helping us out makes the events very doable and creates the success that we've had. And it's actually been very nice to see um, other schools kind of take up the same spirit. We've talked to Western, Dalhousie, um, and Laurier, who are each trying to recreate mm -hmm. some similar events to CCC and donate those proceeds again to the Canadian Cancer Society, who has helped us out so much as we've grown. For sure. And as we mentioned, we, we are students. So we are both fourth year students. We're going to be graduating next year. And we're both pretty emotional to be leaving behind this executive team because it's meant so much to us for so long. But with that being said, once again, the passion that our team brings, once you're a part of it, it's something that you want to stay a part of. And we both have ambitious goals once we move downtown to Toronto to continue our involvement within the Canadian Cancer Society and really just continuing to reach our goal of changing the way that people view fundraising and making it into more of an experiential opportunity as opposed to just a transactional donation. Um, it's it's definitely been a crazy journey. There's been a lot of logistically challenging events, uh, a lot of things that we've had to problem solve, but from where I was in first year as the first year representative to now sitting as co-chair, I can't even believe the growth that we've achieved. I personally have learned so many lessons. And while obviously education is so important, uh, Rob and I were debriefing how there's nothing that we think is more applicable to our future careers than our opportunity to run this executive team. Um, it's, it's truly been amazing. Wow. Thank you guys so much. I just watching you over the last few years, what, what I've seen, it's just so much fun and you guys work so hard and you, the leadership skills that you're developing and the connections you're making, it truly is so inspiring. And thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, both of you. Um, so. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> All right. It is time for Lindsay at One to Give. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi everyone. Today's Bell Let's Talk Day. Recently, SickKids put out a really staggering statistic that over 28,000 kids in the province are waiting for mental health help. And the wait is three times longer than the clinically recommended time. So some of the waits for mental health therapy are two and a half years. And there's this amazing organization called What's Up Walk-In. And what they do is they offer free mental health counseling to anyone. It can be in person. They're open Saturdays too. It can also be on the phone. And a lot of the partner shelters that One to Give works with, when they have people who are waiting to get into the shelter system, especially young adults, they refer them to What's Up Walk-In. And a lot of our partner schools also work with What's Up Walk-In. So what we're going to ask you to do is to you know, help get the word out that there are some resources. Another one is Kids Help Phone Now is no longer just calling, it's texting. And it's open 24-7. And they're really trying to make sure that people know these services aren't just for a crisis. It can be like there's no problem that's too little. 
Um, and our last kindness challenge is just to check in with the people around you um, on Bell Let's Talk Day, but really on every day. And sometimes we don't know who needs checking in with, and that little bit can go an extra mile because as always, kindness is contagious. Thank you, Lindsay. There's someone else who found their voice during the pandemic. At least uh, she started this at One to Give movement. And thank you for doing what you do, Lindsay, and her kindness challenge. We love them. So thank you, everyone, to all our guests and everybody for coming out today. Please, please share this episode with anyone who might benefit from today's powerful messages and meeting today's inspiring guests. As always, my message to you is to let's be kind to one another, let's embrace one another, let's learn from one another, and we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. Open your heart today.